The vision is really a data-centric vision, and that is how do we, as Treasury, working with the CFO community across the government, how do we use data more effectively? How do we make sure it's more accurate? How do we present it more clearly to the public? And I've identified four major areas of activity that are really going to shape the future. And let me, let me run through the four. One is to optimize federal dispersing. Treasury does about 85% of all payments or dispersing for the federal government. And our goal over the next couple of years is to make that all electronic from end to end, all the way starting at the invoice that initiates the payment in many cases, make that electronic from the invoice all the way through settlement make it all electronic, squeeze all the paper, all the paper checks out of that process. So that's dispersing. That's one area. We've got a lot of initiatives in that. The second is collections. Treasury handles all collections coming into the government. And the goal there, much like dispersing, is to make that all electronic, to uh, give the citizen options, modern, seamless, and secure options, rather than paper checks, mailing in paper checks, which are expensive to process on the government side, give the citizen electronic options like PayPal or other modern payment exchanges, give them options to make electronic payments, either uh, paying for charges and fees, duties, and that sort of thing, give them electronic options. And then the third area is really around data and reporting and to really provide the citizen much more modern, interactive ways to see the government finances, to see you know, how their government's budget is spent, how the government is financed, where revenues come from, where expenditures occur. To provide a really a modern site like usaspending.gov is the prime example. To provide the citizen opportunities to see uh, government finances, that's the third area. But also in that area, too, is improving some of the accounting challenges we have, uh, intergovernmental differences between agencies are one of the things that stand in the way of a clean audit opinion. And, and getting that clean audit opinion and solving the intergovernmental difference problem is also part of this area of improving data and improving accounting. And the final area is around shared services and to provide uh, shared financial services to agencies in a way that really is so efficient and so well provided that agencies would consider using shared services to free up their resources to focus on their missions. And on the collections piece of this, and to your point that it's a lot cheaper to issue electronic payments versus paper checks, I wanted to ask you a rescaling question. What does the Bureau do with employees who are perhaps still around issuing those paper checks? What's their role going to be in the next five years or 10 years? Dealing with change in, in, at the fiscal service is nothing new. You know, if you look back, really only about 20, 25 years ago, we had about a dozen dispersing centers around the country that printed paper checks. And now, today, in, in 2019, we have two. So dealing with that kind of change is something we've been, been uh working with for decades and over the years have become quite proficient in reskilling employees and also related to that, finding other areas where employees can grow and, and provide financial services to the broader community. For example, a number of our centers that used to be check printing or dispersing centers are now providing debt collection services to agencies. Some of them are providing shared services to other agencies. So reskilling the employees and giving them an opportunity to continue to serve the financial community, but in different ways, is something we've been dealing with for decades. Going back to the optimizing federal disbursements plank of this, beyond making it cheaper, I imagine electronic invoices are easier to track and easier to keep track of. 
Is there a potential reduction of improper payments coming from this? Absolutely. Anytime you can capture data in a digital form early in the life cycle, you really create opportunities to do the kind of scrutiny and checking and, in some cases, very careful matching to make sure you identify improprieties in the payment process. For example, uh, you know, electronic invoicing, we can run those electronic invoices against various control files to make sure that, in, in some cases, the vendor is, in fact, the right vendor and there, there are no uh, fraudulent activities we need to be aware of. And anytime you can digitize the process as early in the life cycle as you can, you, you create opportunities to put controls in place because they can operate you know, at the speed of light. You can put those controls in place to capture improprieties early in the process. And going back to the data and reporting piece of this, you had mentioned usaspending.gov, and that's certainly a website that gets a lot of attention. As far as the four goals that you laid out here, are there new things coming to usaspending.gov, or does that website already kind of meet that goal? USA spending is a big step forward, but there's a lot of work to do that remains. Let me just highlight two things, but I think there's probably more beyond that. One of the things in our vision is to create a a citizen's guide to the federal government finances, and that's going to be rolled out later this year, in 2019. The citizen's guide will be an electronic version of, of sort of a plain English presentation of government expenditures, government collections and revenue, where revenue comes from, what are the various sources of revenue, where does it come geographically, and then also the sort of state of the public debt will also be in the Citizen's Guide. But the important thing about the Citizen's Guide is it's plain English. I mean, very often when we present this finance data, when you're talking about a $4 trillion federal operation, you get mired in in some very complex accounting terms and accounting presentation. This is going to be a very plain English presentation that will be interactive so the citizen can see the big picture of federal finances. The other thing that we're doing as part of USA spending and as part of our role with OMB and the Data Act is to work with the agencies to improve the quality of the data that's reported up through USA Spending, and it's working with the agencies, putting controls and cross-checks in place and, and quality measures in place to, to really improve the accuracy of that data. You know, Now that more and more citizens are going to the site and looking at the data, I think we've got to be doubly sure the data is accurate and cross-splits with, with other control data. So a lot of work on improving data quality, but uh, you know, the good thing about USA Spending is that when you expose data to light uh, you know, uh, and, and scrutiny, over time it gets better, and that's really what happening as a result of usaspending.gov. Since you mentioned OMB, do you see this progress statement as part of the larger president's management agenda? And perhaps more specifically, do you see this as part of the cross-agency priority goal around getting payments right? That's a a great question. The president's management agenda and the treasury vision are really the same thing. So, you know, the the history of of both of them are very interesting. We started working on the vision, the treasury vision. At the same time, some of the initial guidance was coming from OMB before the the president's management agenda. You know, back uh, when we started working on the vision in the early spring, about a year ago, um, you know, the, the message was coming out from OMB that the new administration was naturally focused on efficiency. How do you improve 
improve government accountability? How do you move from low-value work to high-value work? How do you improve the quality of service provided by the government? All those themes were coming out from OMB. So as Dave Liebrich and the Commissioner of Fiscal Service and the Assistant Commissioners working on the vision, we very much stayed true to the direction coming from the administration. So when you look at the vision and the, you know, the expectations that the vision is built around and you look at the PMA, they line up perfectly. The cross-agency goals of getting payments right, that's very much part of being an efficient steward and, and, and squeezing any kind of waste or misdirected funds out of the system. If you look at improving the customer service plank of the PMA, that's exactly in line with you know our modern, seamless, and secure interfaces. The PMA is very much a data-centric approach towards government, and you know, a big part of the vision is, is getting that data accurate. So the Treasury vision is really the application of the principles of the PMA. It's the application of the PMA to financial management across the government. So they're really an exact alignment. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. As your business looks forward to 2023, consider switching to a bank account with more personalized solutions. OnPoint Community Credit Union's full suite of financial services empowers businesses both large and small with robust digital banking, payment solutions, business real estate lending, and more. Drop by your local branch today or go to onpointcu.com slash businessfinancing for more details. On Point. People are the point. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity.